Ooh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. It is a lovely afternoon. It is not raining or storming. For the first time in my memory that it's not been raining since we've been recording. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little bit of light outside. It's that dusk. Let's say it's eerily quiet outside. Ooh. It is. <laughs> Funny stuff. <laughs> we just missed the storms from yesterday. Yeah. So mm, yeah. it has been storming quite a bit, though. <clears throat> uh, Hurricane... Tropical berry something is it <laughs> weather stuff weather stuff yes, <laughs> yes. weather stuff has uh, happened d- d- rain rain yeah. lots of rain we've had like five inches of rain so it's been ridiculous mm-hmm. at the amount of rain we've had this week we are excited to be back we've got uh, some good stories this episode but we're going to talk about the poll that we put up on the Facebook the Twitter and the Instagram. I know you guys are on the edge of your seats to find out who won for best Southern accent on this podcast. I know I am. I can see it in your face, Robin. (laughs) I have the results. Oh, man. And it may surprise you. Mm. Or it may not. (laughs) I don't know. For you listeners out there, you probably already know who the winner is. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Drum roll. I can't make that noise. (laughs) I'm doing my fingers. (laughs) Well, the winner of our poll for the best Southern accent is Nikki. Hey! (laughs) She won by a landslide. Robin, you came in at a close second. (laughs) I'll take it. I didn't get any votes. No So I apparently do not have a Southern accent. Is that good or bad? I don't know. I think you have a little bit of a southern accent. Yeah, because when I go out west, they're like, talk to me. <laughs> say, say something. Say something. <laughs> but um, I, it's just, I guess it's different for them to hear it from me. But but yeah, so congratulations, yeah. Nikki. You, uh, Do I get a prize? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the satisfaction is prize okay. um, Fair enough. I have it outside. I didn't think I didn't think to make a prize. (laughs) We didn't think about that in off the cuff. No. (laughs) So no, there's no prize. Sorry. Okay. You you're the you have the best southern accent. I mean, you should be proud of that. Mm -hmm. I am. Fair enough. (laughs) Second, I'll take it. Yep. Sometimes people will ask me, um, so where are you from? And I'll say, here. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, oh, okay. Like they're surprised. Yeah. Well, yours isn't really that thick, I don't think. I guess I think so. mine's thicker than yours, and mm-hmm. I'm not even from here. I don't know. When I, I, know. I when I listen back to our podcast and stuff, I definitely hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's toss-up. I think it really depends. Well, you Sometimes know, it's a little stronger. Yeah. Oh, it depends on who I'm talking to, for sure. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Comes out. I will lay on thick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was watching that uh, Haunted Town show mm-hmm. with I love the that. Tennessee Wrath Chasers. Is Ooh, that what it's called? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, and I was watching it, and they have some thick southern accents. Oh, I mean, nice. I was just like, 
is this what I sound like? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't ever hear it, you know, really hear it back. And I'm like, and then, and watching it, I was like, there are no Southerners on TV. Like, you don't ever hear anybody with, like, a thick Southern accent on TV no. that's yeah. genuine, that they're not, like, hamming up for oh, yeah. production purposes. But, yeah, right. they were like, I was like, I feel like I'm home. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I love that show. It was I've good. I've been watching it a lot. It was good. I, I enjoyed it, too. It was also the uh, 50th anniversary of the moon landing. That's yeah, right. Recently. Yeah. yeah. Been big national news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Fun fact. Did you know that the first monkey that we sent up in space is actually buried uh, in our backyard? Close to it. Um, at the oh, space wait, I was Rocket like, in your Center. backyard? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally, in my backyard. No. Wow. Um, Never knew that. <laughs> Her name is Miss Baker, and she's buried at the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. Oh, oh wow! Oh, neat. Yeah. I did. I had. I had no idea that there was a monkey buried no. there. No, as many times as I've been there. Yeah, um, I haven't been there a lot, but I did hear uh, recently about it, um, and I hmm. remember hearing about it, you know, several years ago. But um, they go and put bananas on her grave <gasps> for Aww. her. Aww. So sweet. I, I want to go take a banana, and put mm. it on her grave. Yeah, let's do it. But that would be kind of gross too. Like. Who picks up the bananas? Who cleans up the bananas? <laughs> like all too ripened. Mm. I won't eat like a ripe banana. It has to be like still green on the peel for mm. me to eat it. What? Yeah. Oh no, it's like ruined if there's a, like a brown spot on the peel. But that's the best part. <laughs> when it tur- when it turns brown, it's the sweetest. No. Oh, but okay. it gets, it's a texture thing. It gets what? too mushy and no. You're just eating it way too ripe. Then you're not you're not just doing the brown spots. You're doing it when it's brown. What, how no, brown spots no. are you talking? Like, it's got to be like just right, not green, no brown spots. <gasps> Y'all are crazy. No, no brown spots. No brown spots. Even if it's yellow, <laughs> it's it can still be too too ripe for me. So you you don't eat it with brown spots, Nikki? No, because then it is too mushy. But then I can't eat it while it's green. Like there is a very small window, <laughs> like an avocado, that yeah, you have to yeah. eat a banana. Not when it's green, Robin. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> green or like just turning yellow. That that'll be me. No yeah. brown spots. No, Mm-mm. sorry. Agree to disagree. Okay, new poll. (laughs) How do you eat your banana? Green? Yellow? Just (laughs) right. Or with brown spots? When it's super sweet? I consider when it has the brown spots on it, that's when you use them to bake with. Yes, like banana bread. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're too mushy. They've got like too much of that banana flavoring to it. It tastes too much like a banana when it has brown spots. Okay. <laughs> That's when you use them to bake. You don't eat them. You don't just peel it and eat it when it's <laughs> like it'll make me gag. Like I'm gagging eat... at the green banana. Don't even <laughs> talk to me. It's too bitter. Yeah. Mm, there's no flavor. No, no. Yeah. It's it's good. No. No, I'm not gonna <laughs> eat a brown banana, but it has to start having brown spots on and even with little brown like freckle spots on it, and then I'll eat it. Bacon bananas. What? That's that's when you bake them. That's oh, when you not them bacon, bacon, <laughs> bacon. Bananas. Get our southern slang in there, bacon, bacon. <laughs> totally thought you said bacon, and you were bananas. the winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, for real. Okay, that segues into a new poll. Green. How do you eat your banana? Do you eat it green? 
Do you eat it yellow? Or do you have to have brown freckles on it? <laughs> We're posting it. Let us know, because this is a real heated debate right now. Everybody's face is like, we're arguing. (laughs) Mm. This is mind-blown. Mind-blown as well. Mind-blowing, yeah. None of us eat our banana the same way. I'm just thinking about the bananas that are outside, like, on on the monkeys' graves and stuff. Because it's hot around here, and they get, like, all ripened real fast. Oh, they'll liquefy. Oozy and... Yeah. Liquid banana. (laughs) They've got to clean them up, like... Every day, sure, hopefully multiple times a day. I, well, I mean, during the you know, months. well, you know, I know how long it takes for a banana to be ripe before you eat it. <laughs> a few days will be fine. Once it's faster, faster than I can eat them. <laughs> as soon as I get the spots or they get too oh yellow, then I pass them on to the rest of the. We family. have been friends for so long, and I have never known this about you two. You guys I... are crazy. I didn't know this about you two either. <laughs> Immediately when we buy bananas in my house, it's like, all right, this is my window. This is it. I got to eat them. <laughs> See, and I'm like, okay, in two days, I'll be able to eat that banana. <laughs> you got to have patience for that. <laughs> I buy them when they're green and then wait a day or two. You know, when they're green but just starting to turn yellow. And then, yeah. I usually end up having to throw out a couple because they get brown spots. Well, just bring them to my house. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for this episode, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. After the great banana debate, (laughs) let's get into why we're here. (laughs) All right. So. Our next debacle. Yes. (laughs) This is a great episode. So, in the midst of planning... You'll soon find out why we spent so long talking about bananas. (laughs) (laughs) So in this episode, uh, when we plan an episode, we don't tell each other the stories because we want everybody to be surprised and get genuine shock factor and all that. Well, I don't know how this happened, but I have the main story this episode. Nikki has the C-rated haunt this episode. And we picked the same one. It was bound to happen eventually. It was. <laughs> and major fell on my part. <laughs> it's a major it fell on everybody's part. It just tells you how much Nikki thought about the main story. She thought that it was seaworthy. <laughs> and, and I no. didn't. So maybe there's, you know, we're, we are debating a lot tonight. So uh, you can let us know if you feel like it's an A story <laughs> or a C story. <laughs> but so... So we got one big main story, and then we're going to have the friend story. But the main story, we have a lot of information on, and Nikki is going to chime in on stuff that she found that maybe I didn't find. So we're going to turn it into a big mix. Um, a double main yeah, story. A double main story. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. I like it. So I guess we'll get started. Let's do it. <clears throat> Robin is the only one where she doesn't know where we're going i'm just i'm the audience in this episode <laughs> well and then you Y'all probably have more it. than well i'm kind of excited to hear if you have things that i didn't find and vice versa yeah you know so we'll see we might both learn something so this episode we are going to charleston south carolina Ooh, i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> and we are doing the old charleston jail it is located at 21 magazine street in charleston south carolina The jail was built in 1802 and was operational until 1939. It's considered the most haunted place in South Carolina. Oh. 
Like the entire state. The I in- did not know that. Oh, yeah. In the entire state. That's one. That's one. <laughs> We're going to keep a ticker. That's one that Nikki didn't know. Let's get a pen. <laughs> For real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. First right here. <laughs> you were joking. Yeah. We'll tally it up at the end of the episode. <laughs> There's a Sharpie. Nice. So who gets the point? Lisa gets the point or Nikki gets the point? Lisa gets the point. I get the point because Nikki didn't know about it. Oh, this is exciting. (laughs) I like this. Okay, so I'm winning. Moving on. (laughs) The jail is a four-story building topped with a two-story octangular tower. Did Hmm. I say that right, Nikki? Sure. Tower. Okay. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like a castle. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a really neat building. In 1886, an earthquake damaged the tower hmm. and the top story of the main building, and they were eventually removed. Huh. An earthquake on the East Coast. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I know. So you don't think it was... Much. Um, yeah, so now it's three stories. Yes. Oh, like they never built it back? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So the jail was supposed to hold maximum of 130 inmates, but it often held 300 or more people at a time. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And disease was often spread throughout the jail very quickly, and violence was also very rampant through the jail. The jailhouse was used for over 100 years and housed some of the most notorious criminals of Charleston. Supposedly about 10,000 people died at the jail from execution, injury, or illness. Cool. Okay. 10,000 people. I know. That's crazy. They had several pirates and Civil War POWs that were also housed there with along with the murderers. The prisoners there faced very harsh environments and torture. It was even reported that when prisoners were brought in, that they would bring the prisoners in through the morgue so they would have to see all the dead bodies as they were being uh, brought into the jail. Classic, I classic jail. Did not get that one. Point for Lisa. Mm-hmm. Point for me. Um, it's almost kind of like a like a big boy type of bully thing. Like, look yeah. at what could happen to you. Look at all these bodies. Yeah, because there were people constantly dying. Mm. Um, it, was spe- it was speculated that prisoners would only last about two weeks while they were there. Before they were executed. Wow. Or died from illness or injury or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Point for me. Point for Lisa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see a trend here. <laughs> uh, a couple of the notable prisoners that were held there... One was Denmark Vesey. He was a free slave that was convicted of being a ringleader of a slave revolt in 1822. Hmm. He had several of his followers housed there at the jail as well. On July 2nd, 1822, Vesey and five slaves were hung at a secret proceeding in the city. Oh, so this wasn't like official or anything? They just decided to get rid of all of them? Well, it was by the court system, but it was secret. Mm. So whatever that means. They probably just didn't want to cause a riot or something. Oh, that's true. Probably. If a lot of his followers were Yeah, because they were revolting at, yeah. at the time. So they were just trying to... Well, that's messed up. Yeah. yeah. And Vessi was about 55 years old when he was executed. Still a young chap. Yeah. In the following years, about 30 of his other followers were also executed there at the jail. Man. Mm. Others were convicted to conspiracy and were deported from the U.S. Hmm. Oh, I wonder where they were sent. I don't know. Hmm. 
I didn't look that up. You always ask questions that I don't have the answers to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just interesting when you're deported. I know because usually, like, you know, back in them? the in the early days, countries like France and Europe and all that used to deport people to America when yeah. they would be convicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're where going did to the US, states? Yeah. Where did the U.S. deport everybody? If yeah. Everybody was being deported here. Back to France you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I only have another couple that is notorious for the story do you have anybody else besides the big the big um, people i do um just a couple smaller ones so jacques alexander tardy uh was held oh yeah point for nikki um Ooh. held from 1825 to 1827 for attempt to steal a pilot boat also responsible for innocent john gibson uh being tried and hanged for his 1817 piracy so he was actually the pirate who was stealing boats and um, caused someone else to get the blame for it. So oh. they found him to be responsible. As well as, and I think you mentioned the Civil War prisoners of war. Mm-hmm. And um, did you mention the pirates? Yes. Okay. Pirates. Missed that, apparently. Like when we talked about pirates like, in uh, the Louisiana episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of the last 19th century high sea pirates uh, in 1822 while they were um, awaiting hanging. Wow. So, all right. Another point for Nikki. I guess because it's on the coast. Yeah, I mean, when you're near water like that, there's, and especially back then, there's got to be pirates. And there's, there, that's got to be like a huge <laughs> port and mm-hmm. stuff, oh, too. Oh, yeah. So Charleston when they was. were, the, oh, like, yeah. arrested them out at sea and stuff and yeah. seized their, their boat and stuff, they would have brought them back to a, a big port. Oh, you know, yeah. I guess Charleston would have been that. For sure. Okay, so it's all tied up now. Nikki has three points. Lisa has three points. Oh, man. It's about to get real. It's a close game. (laughs) So let's get into the most notable figures that were prisoners there at the old Charleston jail. See if I know anybody. Their names were John and Lavinia Fisher. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Lavinia Fisher is dubbed as being America's first female serial killer. What? That's right. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Okay. Her and her husband ran an inn called the Six Mile Inn Wayfarer House. Okay. During that time that they ran the inn, there were reports of many guests disappearing. Yep. Oh, snap. But with the lack of evidence and the popularity of the couple with the locals, the complaints turned into nothing. Oh, so nobody suspected them. Yeah. They were very well known, very popular within the community. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no one even batted an eye at hmm. these people disappearing at the Fisher's house. Had a lot of expendable income that they were stealing from all the people oh, that they were disposing sure. of. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Lavinia would invite lone travelers to the inn for dinner, questioning them about their occupations, trying to determine if they had any money. <gasps> if they were a worthy candidate, she would send them up to the room with a cup of tea that was poisoned. You know what this mm-hmm. is reminding me of? What? what? Ar- <laughs> a little Cary Grant movie called Arsenic and Old Lace. Exactly. Yes. What? Have I've you ever not seen heard that? of this? No. Arsenic. Oh my gosh, you gotta watch it. Yeah. It is what a is it? classic. Arsenic and Old Lace. Arsenic and Old Lace. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ran like a, just a rim and board. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, Two little, little old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what it's kind of yeah. Like when I me was of. researching yeah. it, that's all I could think about was Cary Grant and mm-hmm. these two little old ladies 
poisoning these people that would come there. Yeah. But they weren't doing it for money and malicious pur- purposes. They thought they were actually helping these older men because they were, I don't know. Be- because something was... Uh, it was like if they were bad. Yeah. But it wasn't even like they were bad people or anything. Yeah. You know, it was just like petty things that they would have dubbed them being bad for. So they would have like poisoned them to... To kill him. Yep. Oh. <laughs> well, enter Carrie Grant, who tells yeah. them, hey, that's not the way you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop it. <laughs> wasn't one of them, like, his aunt? I think it was his aunt. Yeah. Wasn't it? I think it like was, the, the, like, they were both his aunts. Yeah. 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 Anyway, moving on. It's been on. a minute since I've seen it. But, I know. It's yeah, one of my I think favorites. That's the premise. <laughs> well noted. Um, I'll be watching it soon. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> okay. So she would send him up to the room with the poison tea, and once the, the men drank their tea and went to their bed, her husband John would sneak upstairs into their room and make sure that they were sl- were dead by stabbing them. Oh, what? Yeah. <gasps> so she poisoned them and then would send her husband up there to stab them to make sure that they were really dead. Not, Not saying knocked out. that I mean, doing it with the tea is any better, but... It seems like it's a lot less personal mm-hmm. when it's when it's like okay, okay, I've I've done this, but it's upstairs, it's it's out of there, I don't have to see anything. But then you send your husband up there to go and like stab them to yeah. make sure that they're dead. <sighs> okay, yeah. I right. couldn't find anything on what she poisoned them with. Did you see anything? On uh, that? No, I don't know. It just said poison. Arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been arsenic. Could have been. Yeah, could have been. And you know, and I often thought about that too when she would send her husband up there to make sure that they were dead. It's like. Maybe her husband really didn't think he was doing anything wrong because they were already dead. Mm. So when he would go up there and stab them, he was like, well, they're already dead. So I can see that either way. Yeah. Are they both terrible, awful, horrible people? Is the husband the one who is the lesser of the worst because he feels like he's putting them out of their misery? Or is the wife the lesser of the worst because she's like, my husband has this murderous rage about him and I'm going to try to put them a little bit out of their misery before he hmm. has this I demon. I don't know. That's out, a good you know? theory. I don't yeah. know about that either. What, what's the dynamic here? Yeah. <laughs> There's another version out there. It's kind of thought to be a rumor, though, that the tea would just knock out mm-hmm. the people that were staying there and not really kill them, so it wasn't really poison. Kind of just make them go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Very well so could be. So they would go yeah. and they would go upstairs and they would pass out and then Lavinia would sneak into their room and pull a lever that would collapse the bed and drop the victims into a pit. Oh, that's some H.H. Holmes stuff right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the rumor is that the pit was, of course, had spikes waiting at the bottom of it. Why? Yeah. Yes. What? Come on. All right. That's too much. I believe, I, I know, I feel like that's more of a rumor and just like, you know, fairy tale over the years and stories yeah. told. Yeah, and, and you know, and tall tales, like but... Yeah, I agree. I think the first one is is more believable yeah. and more for sure possible. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, having spikes. I mean, come on. Anyway, I don't know. Could have been true. I mean, it was the eighteen hundreds. That's pretty technical if you're gonna have a lever that you know yeah. drops that into yeah. and yeah. which you know, is pulls the bed. And, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Could it happen? Could it not? I don't know. Thoughts, hmm. listeners, let us know. You be the judge. <laughs> what would have been the use for that? 
kind of technology before disposing of bodies because people would have had to have used like lever systems to drop stuff from one floor to another. So, hmm, what could they use that for? Laundry, you think? Trash. Yeah. Mm hmm. Killing people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That too. Wow. I'm just thinking, like, when you're going to the hardware store and you're buying all this stuff for uh, a levered hatch, like, <laughs> what would you tell them that you were going to install? What's this for? Oh, shoot. you know. <laughs> they didn't ask questions back then. <laughs> they don't ask questions now, actually. It's true. <laughs> anyway, um, there were actually two men that were actually able to escape the fate at the inn. Oh, oh wow. I didn't know that. Ooh, point for Lisa. Point. <laughs> John Peoples is is the name of one of the men that escaped the fate. Uh, he came to the inn one night looking for a room, but Lavinia, Lavinia had actually told him that there were no vacancies that night, but that he could come in and rest and have a cup of tea. No mm. vacancies. <gasps> Ooh, maybe because like they were still cleaning up upstairs or something. Ooh. They didn't have a place for him to go Possibly. put his stuff. I yeah. didn't think about that. I yeah. did not think about that. Oh, Point for Robin. (laughs) John Peoples actually did not like tea, but he didn't want to hurt Lavinia's feelings, so he dumped the tea when she wasn't looking. Oh, smart. Classic (laughs) Southerner. Well, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I mean, that saved him. Yeah. She began to ask him all kinds of questions. Then all of a sudden, there was miraculously a room available. Mmm. Wow. So she was just, yeah, holding him in there, keeping him busy. Trying to see if he was worth anything, asking these questions, <gasps> ah, and then realizing, oh, yes. I gotcha. Oh, yeah, right. because they're not wanting to waste their, their room right. and, and everything on yeah. somebody who only has pocket change. And this may right. have been something that she's done before, yeah. telling people that she doesn't have a room, yeah. and then they're dead. Oh, yeah, that could yeah. totally be her, her gimmick, her yeah. demo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Absolutely. Peoples began to get suspicious and was actually scared that he was going to get robbed. So Hmm. instead of sleeping in the bed, he slept in the chair. He then woke up to the sound of the bed collapsing. What? Oh. He realized what had just happened and he jumped out of the window and went to alert authorities. Wow. Yes. So in his story, there was a lever that dropped the bed into a pit and Mm -hmm. he was... But the husband but, didn't come up to stab him. Right. Mm-mm. So how Well, we don't know who it was because he said he just heard footsteps. He didn't know if it was Lavinia or the huh. husband. But then maybe he was stabbing the bed or just decided not to do the stabbing that night. Maybe things were just off that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like Lavinia was by herself that night. So what was her yeah. husband doing? Maybe. Mm-hmm. What were you out doing, Where John? Where were you, <laughs> John? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running those streets. <laughs> So after he alerted the authorities, they were both arrested and they were executed about a year and a half after their arrest in 1819. Wow. Took that long to pin something on them Mm -hmm. and get them arrested. While they were in jail waiting on their execution, um, they had a failed escape where they had tied bed sheets together to climb out of the jail. (laughs) Did you know that? I did not. Point for Lisa. Point. Mm. So they made the the rope out of bed sheets to climb out. Yeah. And John actually climbed out and got down successfully. But when he reached the bottom, um, the rope broke. Oh. So he could have ran off and got away. 
but the fact that Lavinia didn't get out, he stood there and waited for the ator- authorities to take him back in. Oh, true Kind love. of a love story. I mean, <laughs> yes, but kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> You're I mean, out. I mean, yeah. Go. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, she, well, you know, she sounds like a winner. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. After all their appeals were denied, they were finally uh, hung in 1820. Hmm. So while John was in jail, he uh, found God and found peace. And when they were taking him to the gallows to be hung, he was very calm and he walked right out and accepted his fate. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's nice. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, point for Lisa nice. because I didn't find anything on his hanging. Oh, I'm up. I'm up two points ahead of you. <laughs> Lavinia, on the other hand, had to Uh-oh. be dragged to the gallows, shouting obscenities to the crowd. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Kicking they weren't, and screaming. I guess, in the cells together, so she, <laughs> she didn't have that, that moment. <laughs> While on the gallows, it is reported that Lavinia was actually wearing her wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she was kicking and screaming the whole way up there, and she shouted out to the crowd, If any of you have a message for the devil, say it now, for I shall see him in a moment. Yeah! All right. She knew where she was going. Man. She then flung herself off the platform before the hanging man could even perform his duties. Lavinia! Fun fact, Hanging Man was paid with alcohol. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, yes, she flung herself off the gallows, um, accepting her fate as well. She was going to hell. Something, I guess a little bit, because you made me think of it with the, the hangman being paid in alcohol. I went to England last year, and we went and we toured the Tower of London where they held, like, all their prisoners and oh, stuff, and they uh-huh. did their executions. Yeah. And they talked about how it was just so common for the executioner to be drunk during the execution process. Believe it. <laughs> yes. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. think there's a lot to that job, really. <laughs> well, I know, but... Like, yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, I I would think, yeah, it would be because of probably the toll that it would mm, take on you, and that would be a rough job, unless you're just real cold, but they said that that was also a very bad thing, because as they were executing people, it was beheading, and so they would often miss, because they were drunk, and they would take multiple, you know, times, and... Gross. Yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, that just got even more depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it would take a, a toll on on you. It would have to. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Lavinia and John, the notorious serial killers at the okay. jail. Mm-hmm. Do we know how many people that they are estimated to have killed while they were running the Um, I didn't find anything on that, Nikki. Did you? No, I, um, I didn't see any numbers as far as how many that they were estimated to have killed. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's weird. I didn't, uh, just multiple people. I mean, multiple disappearances and things like that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what they did with their bodies after it was like taken down the the hatch. You know me. I'm a curious (laughs) creature, so... Hmm. I wonder if they, like, buried them in their garden, if they did, like, some H.H. Holmes stuff. And, like, Maybe they just them left them in the pit. Or... Ugh. 
Well, then they would know how many that they did. Yeah, they would there, just have there to, like, would be a count stench the skulls, as well. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Bleh. So, actually, I don't remember you mentioning, they weren't actually convicted for murder. They were convicted of, um... Attempted murder? No. <laughs> for, like, the guy who got away? <laughs> no. Surprisingly, they were uh, convicted of highway robbery. What? Which, yes. Which was a capital offense at the time. So, I guess... And they were working with a crew, from my understanding, from what I read. They couldn't, I guess maybe it was, I couldn't find any specific information on it. Um, but maybe they were just charged with the robbing of the men they were, they're stealing from. And they couldn't, com- you know, verify that they murdered them. And that's what they maybe. were executed for? That's my guess. But I couldn't find wow. any information. But they were actually, yeah, com- from what I read, were convicted for highway robbery. Wow. I agree. Point for Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready to get into the haunting nouns? I'm so ready. Okay. There is a tour company that does ghost tours there called Bulldog Tours. Oh, like consistently? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, go there like and they, they do constantly do tours of this building. And I have a few reports of things that people have witnessed on the tours. Mm. Um, of course, there are reports of cold spots. Mm-hmm. One person on the tour stated that it was like 90 degrees in the building and had felt a cold spot, and it was not a breeze. It was moving slowly, and then it disappeared. Oh, okay. Um, visitors have reported heavy doors slamming, objects moving, and disappearing. Mm-hmm. What? And disappearing? Mm-hmm. Oh, point for Lisa. I didn't hear. I didn't uh, find that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> and there are reports of hearing uh, yelling throughout the jail. Oh, wow. Tour guides and construction workers have been, have reported being pushed, shoved, grabbed, and choked. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, There is even one report from a visitor there that had rope burns appear on his wrist. (gasps) Oh, point for Lisa. (laughs) Oh wait, I I marked you a point. I need to go back to me. Let me mark this back. Okay. There is an original wheelchair that is still there that was used in the 1820s and it sits in one of the cells oh creepy okay one of the interesting facts about the wheelchair is that it is that it never collects dust what Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. bizarre point for lisa um (laughs) (laughs) well let me let me let me scale that back a little bit there's never dust in the seat of the chair Hmm. Uh, dust does collect on the armrests but there's never any dust in the actual seat of the chair. Wow. So maybe somebody's sitting there all the oh, time. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Weird. Makes you want to just go and like sprinkle baby powder on it and see what happens. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do a tour and then we'll do that. Um, there are people that have been on the tour that have reported that the chair has suddenly turned and bumped into people. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, mm. I don't like that wheelchair. I've seen no. pictures of like, it. Like, in the sale, okay, mm-hmm. like, not just, like, randomly showed up and mm-hmm. you're taking a tour and it's in a place that it's not supposed to be. Right. <laughs> like, bumping into people. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, there have been reports of seeing the shadow of a wheelchair as well. Mm. But the wheelchair is still in the same spot. Wow. So. That's different. You don't typically see shadows of objects like that. Typically, mm-hmm. like, if if it's, you know, you see a shadow of something, it's like a shadow person. Or, mm-hmm. I know. You know. like a hand or something. A shadow of a wheelchair. How mm-hmm. specific. 
There is also a story about a ghost named Thomas. Thomas. <gasps> okay. What did Thomas do? <laughs> <laughs> he walks up and down the stairs with a spiral staircase. Mm. Okay. They believe he might be, might have been one of the um, old security guards that really? worked at the jail. Because I, when I was doing a lot of my research, I've read that they believe that the security guards hang around the stairs because that's where they used to walk up and down to patrol. Wow. So, hmm. Yeah. Thomas never well, left his post. Another point for Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we all love Thomas. Anyway. We do. <laughs> we do. Okay. Okay. He helped you out. Remember, Nikki? <gasps> that's right. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. I forgot. Thanks, we'll Thomas. About him next <laughs> next episode. <laughs> Man, you would think that the security guards would not want to linger around that place. Like it would be the last place that they would want to be. Yeah. Is that their old job? Okay. Well, I don't think it. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you loved it, maybe not a security guard, but a um, like an old jailer. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. It, that used to hang around there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to, but you know, I don't want. I don't want to hang around my office after I'm gone. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm there all the time. Anyway. Maybe they figure that somebody's gotta <laughs> gotta take control of all these jailer ghost spirit yeah. guys, ghost prisoners, <laughs> ghost prisoners, keeping you in line. <laughs> One person on the tour said that they didn't experience anything while they were there. They took several pictures though. And um, when they got their pictures developed, realized that there was a Civil War soldier standing on the third floor of the building in the window. What? Those Civil War soldiers like to come back as ghosts. Mm -hmm. They do. Well, you know that, Nikki. I do. (laughs) So one of the POWs that was there is still there. Wow. There are other reports also seeing an African-American male in tattered clothes walking slowly through the jail. And um, a lot of people feel like they are being watched while they're mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's one of the old uh, revolters, yeah. yeah, you know, that was with old Denmark. Of course, there are reports of Lavinia Fisher haunting the grounds. <sighs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't let it be. <laughs> um, there have been reports of seeing her peeking from windows, a woman's voice being heard throughout the jail. Do you want some tea? that's not creepy at all her jail cell that she stayed in while she was there is still there Lavinia has been known to make herself known when people are standing in her cell they can hear loud banging of course they hear a woman's voice whisper in their ear Mm -hmm. about that tea there are also reports of EVPs that people have caught while they're in the cell that say murder and hell by uh, a woman. There were other women that were, um, like, housed there, right? Mm-hmm. She wasn't just the only one? No, 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 she wasn't. Our good old Ghost Adventure friends did a oh my gosh. episode there. <laughs> they did. Um, it I was, watched it. I know. It was a good one, wasn't it? It was. It was. Okay. If you're there, punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do it. <laughs> I didn't watch all of it, so maybe you might have more on that. (laughs) Well, I kind of watched it in the background while I was working, but yeah. (laughs) Um, But there is a a class A response through the spirit box. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Zach asked Lavinia if you, he, he said, if you have a message for the, pause, 
Yeah. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) And then a woman's voice comes through the spirit box and says, the devil. Devil, yeah. Mm. It was kind of creepy. I watched it. But at the same time, it's like, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also watched a YouTube video. (gasps) You love the YouTube. I do. I do. It was by a paranormal group called Believe. Mm-hmm. They did a spirit box session and a woman came through saying, I'm going to hurt him. Mm. And they caught a lot of intelligent responses through the spirit box, which I found really fascinating because um, this is the first time I've ever watched any of their YouTube videos. Yeah. And it not being a high production, you know, television series, it was very, it's very fascinating. Um, they caught several EVPs. One of the investigators even saw a black mass in the death row jail cell. Hmm. But he wasn't able to capture it on camera, but you can see his reaction to it. Yeah. He then caught several EVPs saying, go away. Hmm. A lot of noises and things like that. They caught several orbs on camera. And towards the end of the episode... Of course, one of the investigators was trying to provoke the spirits. Of course. Because that's what you yeah. do. That's what you mm-hmm. do when you go out ghost hunting. Let me piss them off. <laughs> um, I mean, how else are you going to get a reaction? <clears throat> right. There were two investigators, and the other investigator that was with him saw an apparition of an angry man staring at him. <gasps> and it freaked him out. And, like, wow. just his reaction alone in the video, I was like, I didn't see it, but it looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> He believed it was one of the old guards that used to be hmm. there um, and didn't like him being there. Yeah. Either. Like, I'm trying to keep order around this place and you're trying to incite some violence. Like, yeah. get out of here, dude. Mm-hmm. So check out that video by them. It, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it better than the Ghost Adventures. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. So, and if you want to go tour the jail yourself, Bulldog Tours, doing tours all the time, call them up. If you're in Charleston, $29 person. There you go. I didn't know that. I did not. <laughs> Point for Nikki. Didn't know how much the tour was. <laughs> Is there air conditioning? Stuff. Oh, I don't oh, think so. Yeah. I think, I don't think so. Cause I, because they report not feeling any breeze coming through unless yeah. a ghost is near. Yeah. Oh, and that one guy that was saying that it was like 90 degrees yeah. and then there was a cold spot. I mm. wonder if it's real humid there. In Charleston? Yeah. Probably. I would imagine it's right you know right there on the yeah east right, coast right there by the water and stuff. yeah yeah but isn't it supposed to like not be humid by the water don't you get that like ocean breeze have you been to new orleans no <laughs> <laughs> it's that's the gulf though yeah. that is different <laughs> i don't know i haven't been to charleston i'd like to go i've always wanted to go but yeah. um mm-hmm. i don't know they may hmm. be higher elevated up there too so yeah. that may have something yeah. to do with it. I'm not sure. So yeah, I watched the the video or the the episode of Ghost Adventures on YouTube. It was a little bit different because they actually had um, a father and a son that had uh, entered some kind of video contest, um, oh. and so they had them on as guests. Hmm. So they locked the dad in one of the rooms. <laughs> Just a nice <laughs> because... father son getaway. <laughs> So they locked the, the dad in one of the rooms, and as he was in there, they put a recorder, and you could hear, um, like, loud banging. You know, they were kind of standing outside of the door. Yeah. But you could hear loud banging, and um, they couldn't figure out where it was come from. At the time, they also heard footsteps upstairs, and 
supposedly none of the crew were upstairs. Um, they went and investigated, couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a point to Nikki for watching the entire episode of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> if, even though I'm sure you've seen the entire episode, but not for oh, your I'm research sure. purposes. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> so in the episode, the, the tour guide is actually, they interview him and from bulldog bulldog yeah mm-hmm. they interview the tour guide and he's telling a story of someone that he had on his tour that was kind of looking towards the window and saw a figure in the window but then realized that it was a reflection in the window and the figure was standing behind him <gasps> oh. no yeah point for nikki oh man the son from the the contest winner, they locked him in Lavinia's cell. And you could hear her, again, you know, saying devil when they were talking to him, as well as you make me mad. Hmm. Yeah. It was, well, was caught on EVP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard, I, I think I came across something like that, too. I read that devil was a lot. A lot of people catch EVPs, like the word devil. Well, I mean. Or hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if those were her last words, well, then yeah. yeah, it's completely understandable. Doesn't devil mean deceiver? Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't Do know. I need to give you a point <laughs> for something that we don't know? <laughs> point to Robin. <laughs> I thought it did. I thought that's what. Um, and then the um, Aaron from the show says that he saw a white mist kind of just appear and disappear and then uh right after that he heard knocking sounds coming from behind the wall that they couldn't figure out or debunk dude (laughs) dude aaron he's just the best (laughs) i miss fat aaron (laughs) back when he was just hired as like just the cameraman yeah Yeah. no interest in it whatsoever Uh, i loved him back then (laughs) But yeah, I, that's all I got. Yeah. Wow. So I think uh, Lisa is the, the clear winner here. Hold on, let me add it up. Oh, yeah, in our point system. Yeah. I had 13. Nikki had seven. <gasps> oh! <laughs> that's okay. I won the the southern accent poll. <laughs> that's true. Oh, wait. Hold on. And that counts I added everything. it wrong. <laughs> I had nine. Oh, so it was much closer. And Nikki had seven. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. Well, you also yeah. um, probably did more research because you were doing it for the main story. Why so. you got to bring me down? At, oh my! In gosh. my victory. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And why do you got to think Nikki didn't do enough research? <laughs> well, I know, right? Man, if I, I did a lot of research, see, so. I, I might not give it everything. <laughs> That's true. Just That's laying true. laying my cards out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I, I, it was a very interesting story. I, I enjoyed the story of Lavinia and John. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it was a good uh, classic American tale. Yeah. yeah. Me too, apparently. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder about their house. Y'all didn't, like, look up, like, where their house was or anything that they would have supposedly um, so done this. It was on, yeah, um, it was Six Mile Wayfarer um, mm-hmm. in which I, and you probably saw this too, Six. There was a five-mile wayfarer and then a six-mile wayfarer, and it was at the time um, 
indicating how far away from the city mm-hmm. of Charleston and I guess downtown yeah. that they were. Um, but that's really all that I could find. I couldn't find an actual address. No structure mm-hmm. exists still. I maybe. couldn't find anything yeah. on okay. like where exactly it was or would have been. If you guys know where their structure might have been with the hatch and the spiky pit and all of that, <laughs> let us know. Can you imagine if, if the house is still out there and someone is living I in know. something like that? I know. Oh. That's what I was thinking. Mm. I didn't know if that was like a haunted well, place. Well, it may may have torn it down because it would have been maybe like nobody would have wanted to buy it. Yeah, that. like a just like the H. H. Holmes place. You yeah. know, that's like a, a modern day post office. What now. is that called? <laughs> Diminish the city or whatever. You know, like, oh, it yeah. doesn't look good for the city, so we got to get right, rid of it. Right, you know, bring yeah. down the value and all. Yeah, that. yeah. People won't want to come to Charleston if we still have this around. Yeah. <laughs> so. Little did they know that people would be wanting to do a podcast of it 100 years later. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 200 years 200 later, right? Years, yeah. 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 1820s. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Um, next year is going to be 2020. Oh. Be back in the roaring 20s. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anything good comes from like the the jails and the old jail houses and stuff like they all just have to be full of restless and angry and oh yeah definitely ugh, angry spirits, spirits. i mm-hmm. mean you're just stewing in a jail cell for the rest of your life yeah, yeah. knowing that you're gonna die mm-hmm. you know and uh but you probably did something horrible to you oh. but you might not have you could might be an not innocent have. person yeah. You know? yeah can't forget about those people yeah but well i'm ready to hear robin's friend story me too guys i have been waiting to do this friend story for a while because it is a listener friend a listener this is a listener submitted story oh i'm so excited i am i'm excited we have we have a new friend Uh, yes (laughs) (laughs) so i i have our listeners address um but i'm I'm going to keep it uh, to myself because I don't want for our listener to get bombarded with people driving by our house and, you know, knocking on our door and all that. But yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. But so we have Jessica in Newton, North Carolina, which is in Cattleball County. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys what our address is, though. It's St. Road. Okay. Okay. In Newton, North Carolina. So Newton, North Carolina, y'all, y'all talked about South Carolina. This is Newton, North Carolina. This is just, just North of that. Hmm. So Jessica, she reached out to us with a ghost story that hits close to home for her, literally her house. (laughs) She said, last year we closed on our first home. All of the land in this area used to be old farmland that belonged to German settlers. The only knowledge I had of the land is that it was old farmland Our old address was just a street over, but owned by different property owners. Sigmund family, I believe. My daughters and I are all very perceptive and intuitive. When they see something, I pay close attention. I've always been intuitive, as far as I can remember. When I hit puberty, I guess you can say that's when it really intensified. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So she says, about a month or so after moving in, my oldest daughter started to see a spirit named Emily and would say things like, Emily is glad we're here. Oh. And Emily likes seeing kids back in the house. Oh, I know, that's kind of nice, isn't it? (laughs) But kind of creepy at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So things like that and et cetera. Uh, She said, Jessica, she says that I'm a genealogist by trade, so I spent a little time researching the land and the previous deeds. I came across land records and census records for a family by the surname of Setzer. As it turns out, there was a daughter by the name of Emily Setzer in Cattlebug County, North Carolina. You can find her grave on findagrave.com. Oh, wow. And so, of course, I did. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I dug, I went with that. I found it. I dug deep. I looked at all of her siblings' graves and her parents' graves and her grandparents' graves. <laughs> I just spread out. Nieces, uncles, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm really into the genealogy, too. And when I get on that findagrave.com, it, like, spirals out of control. It does. <laughs> Same for me, too. I'm like, oh, my gosh, where am I? And where did I start? Let me go Somehow back. Somehow I'm related back. to this person. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know where. <laughs> Do you ever, like, look on Find a Grave and you notice that your family members aren't connected, like father, son, or, or spouses, or things like that, and you submit it? I do I've that. noticed that, yeah. I've done that. I've, like, connected I don't people. question the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and for, like, my family. For people that I know 100% sure, like, uh, I know right, that yeah. this was... I haven't, come one, I haven't come across one where it was wrong. Not connected? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I've, you know, tried to do that, and then I added my grandmother's on there. Oh, nice. But, just fun fact. (laughs) Yeah. So, that kind of sounds, like, nice and sweet and everything. At least the ghost is, like, happy that you're there. Yeah. But things do get a little stranger. So, Emily had a sister named Lucy Setzer, and Jessica says that her middle's daughter's name is Lucy and she doesn't think that that's a coincidence. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. How? I could not find Lucy on the census. I could not find Lucy linked as siblings on Find a Grave. I looked and I looked and I looked. I looked in the cemetery that it seems like this family is all buried in. And okay. I could not find Lucy. Interesting. But I, I just, I dug. I had to find Lucy. And I found... Like a website, it was kind of like, it's not a like an Ancestry website, but it's um, someone else's website that they had made, and I found Lucy on it. And <gasps> Lucy was a very small child when she passed away, Aww. either either shortly after birth or in childbirth or something, but Lucy did exist. I did find Lucy. Um, uh, that was Emily's sister, but however, she just... I don't know where she's buried or anything like that, but Lucy does exist, so. Wow, that's yeah. great. Uh, if she did die during childbirth or shortly thereafter, she wouldn't be on a census. Yeah. Um, right. because. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. only 10 years, so. And it's possible that she wouldn't even have her own grave or be listed, because a lot of times on, like, find a grave, when you look in family plots, you'll just find infant. Yeah. You know, you won't, yeah. they won't have a name. Or an unmarked yeah. Yeah. grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's someone in my husband's family who died in childbirth. And so the the mother died in childbirth. And the 
baby died in childbirth, and so they're actually buried together. But it is listed on mm. their on their grave that has both of their names. And oh, stuff, that's so. sad. Yeah. yeah. So there's you know that's instance, and there's the just like the unmarked infant you know mm-hmm. grave and stuff so i don't know if lucy has her own grave or not but i do know that lucy does exist good but she was just very very young oh so um she's jessica continues by saying that there is a feeling of being watched in my house and toys and random objects will disappear only to reappear later in the same spot you have already searched. Ooh, yeah. I don't like the toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But these these are children, Emily and Lucy yeah. and stuff, so it kind of makes sense yeah. as to why maybe it would be geared more towards the toys right. and stuff. Right, I've experienced that when, when we lived in an apartment one time, and it was just... Some weird stuff was happening there towards the end, and that yeah. would happen. I remember that we would search all over for stuff, and then you would just find it in the middle of, like, an empty table. It's like, there's no way that we didn't see that before. Yeah, and yeah. y'all had a small apartment, too, so it's not oh, yeah. like... It was it like was 700 a... square feet. Yeah, it like we had a large area <laughs> to cover. <laughs> no, it was a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment when we first got married and stuff, so no, there wasn't a lot of space that you could lose things. <laughs> But, um, so that, that kind of thing happens with Jessica and her family. And Jessica said that she doesn't think that Emily is a bad entity at all, but rather someone who just looks after her children and who likes to play harmless little pranks, like move things around. Mm, Um, (laughs) I asked Jessica about how old Emily is when, because I, I don't think that Jessica has actually seen Emily, but rather her daughters have. Right. And so Jessica said that her daughter says that the Emily she sees is always older, around my age. So I'm assuming mid to late 30s. Dark hair, fair complexion, and I would say she's active throughout the house and the land. Sometimes she can be sensed outside and even closer to our tree line as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So not just so inside everywhere. of the house. Right. The yeah. Oh, you know what? And that even reminds me of um, the last episode where you were talking about Kim. Mm-hmm. Ghost boy. Yeah. And ghost, ghost boy girl. And ghost girl, like being outside and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the little girl liked to stay outside more, but the boy would come in. Yeah. <laughs> and get right yeah. in your right face. Right in your yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the objects that would go missing happened to everyone. Um, I did ask that. And she said, like, things like her makeup and the TV remote, a coffee cup, like a freshly brewed coffee cup. What? Oh, girl, I bet you were angry that morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They would all disappear and then reappear after you've tried to find them. And she hasn't noticed a connection with any particular time of day either, because I was I was curious if these kind of things intensify at night, right? You know that kind of thing. So it happens anytime. Just, yeah, yeah, anytime. And her daughter sees her anytime. Yeah, I would okay. I would think so. I'm curious as to how long it took for the cup of coffee to reappear, and was it so right. warm? <laughs> oh, coffee's cold. Oh. <laughs> So I asked Jessica if she had talked to the previous owners who sold them the house and if they had had any experiences. And Jessica said that we did meet the previous owners on several occasions. I never felt anything off about the house, even though it does have an old vibe. And they never mentioned anything about any activity. 
probably because they were in a hurry to sell. <laughs> we, we were also You're not going to say that it's haunted. No. <laughs> could turn off potential buyers. I know. Which <laughs> which reminds me like when we were buying our our house when we were at the closing table, that was something that I did decide to just ask the owner. I was like, your house isn't haunted, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing that, you know, you really want to say as a seller. But she said no, no, that she's, you know, alone at her, the house. Her husband traveled and stuff. And she said that she had never felt anything weird being alone in the house or anything. And the realtor that we had said that she admits that she was at a closing table one time. And... There, they were getting ready to like sign the house, and the seller of the house was like, "Take care of my ghost for me." Oh my gosh, I would have died. Yes, and started going on about her ghost and how you know how it was like a nice ghost, kind of like an Emily or, or a Lucy. Uh huh. But yeah, and they sold the house they bought the house and everything but yeah um the realtor said that she was like nudging the lady like shut up (laughs) (laughs) but yeah oh wow (laughs) so uh jessica going back to our story here she said that the previous owners they never mentioned anything about any activity and and all of that she said that she did know that the previous owners raised three generations in the house. And if anybody experienced anything, they never said it. I also asked if Jessica had felt anything off in the house before her girls had begun to mention Emily. And she said, yep, in my hallway and in my kitchen, more so since we have started remodeling, but nothing malicious. Oh, yeah. You're disturbing. Mm-hmm. I've okay. heard that yeah. about yeah. remodeling and stuff can mm-hmm. stir up some, some mm-hmm. things. I was interested in what Jessica's thoughts were when Emily started being brought up by her kids. Uh, did she immediately think it was paranormal? Did her daughters think Emily was real or paranormal? Jessica responded with, I thought that maybe my daughter was just getting used to the house until she started to go into more detail about names. And that's when I started searching for records. It initially came up in a semi-casual conversation. My daughter can sense the good and bad in people, which started when she was much younger. So it didn't come as a surprise to me when I started. So it didn't come as a surprise when she started talking about spirits. That's interesting. Her daughter is more perceptive as to those things. Jessica said that this was not her first experience with ghosts or spirits. She says, I've seen deceased family. I've seen random spirits. And both of my grandparents had haunted houses. Mm. I use that term loosely because they were bad experiences. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We didn't go into more detail on that because this is all around Jessica's house. Right. (laughs) But, so this was not her first experience. So I, I would think having previous experience and stuff when you were growing up, that it would definitely make you believe your kids. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, and we talked about, you know, certain people being more open. So maybe that's something that she passed on to her It children. very well could be. You know, yeah. Like Nikki over here. Gets, right. You know. <laughs> right. Anyway. It's been just over a year since they've moved in, and the activity began about a month after they moved in. 
Jessica doesn't see them ever planning to sell, and I asked if they move, would they share their experience with their next buyers? She thinks she would share their experience in the house if the other person shared the same beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, it's not a great selling point vibe when you're trying to fill out the prospective buyer's beliefs. Right. So, in a totally unrelated subject, how do you feel about ghosts? Yeah, right. Do you like my house? How do you like ghosts? Yeah, how do you bring that up? Yeah. It's nothing to do with the house. I'm just curious. Do you like scary movies? (laughs) So I did some digging. And Emily's full name is Emily Emma Elnor Setzer, born July 7th, 1863, in Cattleba, North Carolina. Died May 11th, 1901, at the age of 37. Oh. Which is young. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Not, I'm not that far away from that. Yeah. yeah. Lucy Setzer was her sister who, like we mentioned, she was born um, circa 1858 and died at birth or shortly thereafter. So I ha- also found a little bit of information about Emily and, and Lucy's father. Oh, wait. Yeah. So Emily died when she was in her 30s? Yeah, 37. And so her daughter used to see her right in her, in her mid to late 30s that Ooh. goosebumps yeah shiver <laughs> i didn't even think about that yes. yeah hmm interesting mm-hmm. Very. yeah i didn't make that connection so i i found out who their father was and so um i found a little story about him and so i thought i'd just give a little background of the okay. family So, here's the story. He enlisted in the Confederate Army in April 1st of 1862. So, if Emily was born in 1863, then this was just, this was a year prior to her dad enlisting. Right. So, Jacob Setzer was his name, and his family and brothers, John Wesley, David, Andrew, and their families traveled to Missouri by wagon train in 1855. Mm, Fun. They likely stopped in Crawford, Missouri. Jacob obtained work in ironworks while he and Amy established a homestead several miles from his place of employment. Amy lived in the unfinished log cabin while Jacob was away at work from Sunday night until the following Saturday night. When he returned, she covered the windows and quilts and barricaded the door to keep the critters out during the night. Okay, I didn't know where you were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Jacob became afflicted with a sickness, and they made the decision to return to Cattleball County, North Carolina. Amy, with her two young children and sick husband, drove the wagon from Missouri to home in Cattleball County. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but we'll find out. The time took more than six weeks. Jacob was a farmer and blacksmith. They resided in the catfish section of northern Cattleball County near Bethel Lutheran Church. Jacob was a member of Company A, 12th Regiment North Carolina Troops in the, um, in the, in the Civil War. <laughs> Confederate Army. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jacob Setzer, private resident in Cattleball County, North Carolina, was by occupation a farmer prior to enlisting in the Cattleball County at age 34. April 1st, 1862, present or accounted to duty in November 1862, present or accounted for and captured in Warrington, Virginia, September 29th, 1862. 
so it goes on for his his duties that he did and so after taking an oath of allegiance several days after a westbound train blew its whistle as it approached newton north carolina to signal residents of the area that returned soldiers were aboard about two hours later amy saw jacob walking towards their house ragged and wearing only the crown of his campaign hat oh my gosh yeah he instructed her to heat water in a pot and get the strongest lye soap that she possessed (gasps) so that he could take a bath to rid himself of lice which infested him in the union prisoner camp oh Oh my gosh. gosh after bathing he entered the house leaving his infested clothing outside he survived the war with only a mini ball drawing blood from one leg. Wow. Yeah. That that was kind of the, the background on Emily and Lucy's father. So he enlisted in the Civil War. He sounded like he was injured. He was a prisoner of war in the Union camps. Um, he was finally able to make it home back to, to Catawba County, North Carolina. And they raised some family. They lost a child. They lost poor Lucy. And... Now Jessica's house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> so he survived the Civil War. He did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he went through a lot being a prisoner of war. I know. And that too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of energy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you find if there were like any Civil War battles or anything that like that happened around that area? I didn't look for that. No. <laughs> there you go, trying to turn the tables around on me. <laughs> Asking questions. That's uh-huh. what I do. It's just what I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't I didn't go into all of that. I was just basically trying to find out a little bit about the the family, you know, and kind of their story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so I mean Jessica seems to like her house. Well, so yeah, they're not moving. Yeah, that's, no. that's what you say. They're not gonna be moving anytime no. soon. So. And remodeling. So mm-hmm. That sounds like you have a little friendly ghost there. I know. So. And I am so happy that Jessica sent in her story, too. I am, yes. too. That's a good one. It, I mean, it, it's kind of like a happy ghost story. Like, it doesn't seem like it's malicious or... No. Yeah. In your face. I know. You know, just things, <laughs> just things moving around and, you know... A little prankster. They like uh, watching the kids. And, somebody likes yeah. coffee. Sounds like... <laughs> um, Ooh, I would be so upset. That guy I know. coffee. I yeah. know. When so. you have a routine and somebody tries to steal your coffee, which is like the foundation of my routine. Right. <laughs> but Same. not be happy. Every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every morning. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exciting. And it was a good story. Good, like, heartfelt story at the end of a, of a murderous, devilish story <laughs> <laughs> although she did kind of pique my interest about her previous experiences because we didn't i didn't i didn't tread there i didn't want to ask mm. but well, maybe you know, she'll send something else in maybe maybe yeah you know her and nikki should maybe talk because they've got all kinds of experiences <laughs> to talk about mm-hmm. yeah that's right if you want a specific person to do your ghost story then it, you know just let us know yeah just request it. Mm-hmm. I, I no happen to be that. the one to open up the message that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it wasn't necessarily... I don't think you had a story. <laughs> so we were like, you can go ahead and have that one. Robin. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. We'll I, I saw the, um, the heading and I was like, hey, guys, 
somebody sent in a story. Like, I was super excited, so I was wanting to share it. And I was like, should I open it? Do y'all, y'all want me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and me and Nikki were like, just go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Yes. Because we have our next one, so. Yeah. But we were very excited to get a listener oh, yes, story. Jessica, mm-hmm. thank you so much. And I, can, and I hope you enjoyed it. I know. Hope yeah. I hope I did you justice. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I pronounced your county right. Katama. Katawi? Katawala. Katamana. Katamana. Kataman. Cattlebaugh. Cattlebaugh County. <laughs> Cattleman. I went with it. I should have listened to an audio. <laughs> Someone out there will correct us, I'm sure. (laughs) But thank you again, Jessica. Thank you very much for the story. We really appreciate it. It was a really good one, and thank you so much for reaching out to us. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, if any listeners out there, you've had experiences, you want to send us your stories, we'd love to tell uh, about them, talk about them. Yes, we would love our second listener story. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So you can send those in at ghostraisinthesouth at gmail.com. And then you can find us on our socials um, on Facebook. We're just Ghost Raised in the South. Um, same as on Instagram at Ghost Raised in the South. And then on Twitter at Ghost Podcast. And don't forget about our banana pole. <laughs> That's right. Don't think we've forgotten. <laughs> I did. I forgot. <laughs> Green, so. yellow, or freckle spots. Mm. Mm. Yellow. You're not even going to add, like, brown. <laughs> brown isn't even an option. I'll, I'll put brown freckle spots. Nikki, <laughs> actually, she's a social media expert. Mm. Brown That's freckles. Right. We'll, we'll do brown freckled bananas. <laughs> Green, yellow, and brown freckled bananas. Yes. Vote for brown freckled bananas. Wow. <laughs> no. They've got to be yellow and just right. Just ripe enough. All right. <laughs> I was expecting you to be like green. No, green, green all the way. Green, so green that it's hard to even peel, and it just no. breaks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Boo y'all. Boo y'all. Boo y'all. <laughs> <laughs>